to the first Highly Undisputed Sports Podcast of the year. Happy New Year, guys. My name's Andrew. I'm here with my co-host, Garrett. It's 2022. How are we feeling today? So, uh, last Friday on my timesheet at work, I, uh, I had to fill out the date, and obviously it's December 31st, and what do I write in? Well, So I have to fill out like the last day of the week, which has been Saturday, and what's the date that I put on the, the paper? One one twenty one, like Great literally the new year is tomorrow. No, that's just how that happens. Like there's just I'm like I haven't even made it to 2022 yet, and I'm still I still can't get the date right. So it's just new year, new us. Uh, new year, same me. That's that's what I'm. Garrett with. Garrett has went from uh, being a very unsocial media guy to fucking it's January third. It's, it's December 31st, and Garrett made a made a TikTok video. So uh, it's just him golfing. Starting it off, nine likes, one one comment. Comment is from me, telling him how bad at golf he is. I do suck at golf. 653 views, though. So if you want to go check that out, view it, comment, tell him how bad he is at golf. I think I'm going to make a career out of this. It's, I'm going to be one of those bad golfers on TikTok, it's I decided. It's g.davis underscore hu underscore pod, making it as difficult as humanly possible to find his TikTok account. But that this is actually a good idea. Um, Big plans for 2022. I'm saying this right now. I haven't even talked to Garrett about it. We will be getting a camera sometime soon. Um, we will be posting full-length videos on, on YouTube. We'll be to- posting snippets on TikTok. And we'll be posting TikToks eventually with our like podcast account of just random shit we want to do. We want to do bad golf videos because both of us are absolutely terrible. So big things coming very, very soon for this year. Got a lot of things. So The social media imprint is going to go up a level this yes. year. Yes. Um, as far as topics coming up, I think a big topic we did last year was NFL draft. I think that we I hope hammered the, that home. Yeah, yeah, and I think that the NFL draft is personally a favorite topic of ours. Uh, I love to cover it. I love doing the work on it. So I'm going to open this up. Anybody that listens personally knows us. If there's specific players or teams you want us to focus more in on this year, let us know, and we will really hammer home their upcoming NFL draft season. Uh, pretty much once the Super Bowl ends, we're really going to be going hard into that segment uh, because there's about a month and a half, two months between the end of the Super Bowl and the draft. And Just think of what we did last year and uh, double it. Yeah, pretty I, much. I want to do so much more. I want to be getting into the fourth, fifth round knowing almost exactly who's getting drafted, who's not, what they did in high school or college. Sorry. And, uh, and then... Same thing for the year after that. Be able to talk about everybody that's getting drafted, no matter what school they're out of position-wise, no matter what. We're going to have more favorites. We're going to hammer down more on players. This is a, a big, big year for us. We're going to try to commit way, way more into this and get more serious. That's why social media presence is going to be a lot higher this year. Just trying to hammer this home so everybody knows. But, yeah, it's just we need we need players that you guys see in college that maybe aren't, like, First, second, maybe even third round guys that we just need to check out and give them rankings and be able to tell you where they, they realistically should be going. So, I mean, let's stick with social media. Uh, you brought this up to me the other day. You posed this question, and I've had a little bit of time to think about it. You saw, was this a tweet you saw or a TikTok? It was a TikTok or? I saw okay. of a, uh, another podcast. I do not have it off the top of my head. I can go find it, and we can put it at the end of the podcast or in the description. Um, the top 10 Googled athletes of 2021. And... I gave him a warning. It's not a... He probably will only get one if he gets any. But yeah, go ahead. Start us all off. So, 
this was hard for me to come up with um, because obviously I figured it wouldn't be, you know, your your basic top athletes. But I did try to stick with the top people, but not the Tom Brady's and the Aaron Rodgers and the Patrick Mahomes of the world. I feel like it's not those kind of guys. The first person I'm going to mention, I'm going to go with the Paul brothers. Is either one of the Paul brothers on this list? No. Okay. So the reason I thought that they might be on the list is because the boxing, good guess. the boxing world really opened up to them this year. And there's a lot of people that are aged like 35 and older that don't know who the hell these guys are. And I can just see if I was 35 years old, even I barely know who the Pauls are. Like I know them a little bit. I know they do a podcast. I know they have massive social media presences. The ones like a big Pokemon collector. I know that. And I know that they box. Like if I was, if I knew any less about them, I could instantly see myself who are the Paul brothers or who is Jake Paul, who is Logan Paul. Like instantly I could see myself typing that into Google. So I like the guess. I do. Um, the only reason I will say that that was a bad guess is because they both had heavy, heavy social media presence before. I think combined they probably have upwards of 30 million subscribers on YouTube. So that is the only reason I, I disagreed with that guess. But, yes, I mean, fighting, Floyd, fighting the greatest boxer, one of the greatest boxers of all time, is a huge accomplishment. And then Jake Paul fought Tyron Woodley twice and Ben Askren. So, yeah, it's a very good guess. I got this from the Critical Banter sports or podcast, by the way, okay. off TikTok, out of Sydney, Australia. So, shout okay. out to them for giving me the idea. Um, my second guess, I feel like this one is just going to be on there because I feel like this is an athlete that people Google still because young people don't know who he is. Muhammad Ali, any chance? No. I, I no, felt sir. like – I feel like young people don't know who he is and – I feel like his name gets thrown out there and young people go and they Google who is Muhammad Ali or Muhammad Ali highlights. Like, I feel like that's something that happens, but I guess not, obviously. Um, boy, I'm 0 for 2 right now. I, I figured I'd be 0 for 2, but I'm just kind of seeing if I can get anything right. Simone Biles. Is Perfect. She, she's on there. She is number three. She's number three. Okay. I, with everything that happened with the Olympics... Um, Young kids don't know who she is yet because they did, they weren't old enough to know what the Olympics are the last time. Um, She's all the stuff with her. Older people googling her. I figured she had to be on there. Time Magazine's Athlete of the Year. Yes. Okay. Good guess. Um, Tiger Woods. Number two. Number two. Ah, yes. It's just Tiger. Everybody. Yes. Go- everyone's obsessed with Tiger. The accident. His son. Everybody. Wa- like kids that are like fifteen right now don't know who Tiger Wood, the real Tiger Woods is and they're con- they're looking him up. If it you- was it was strictly because of the injury. Like that No, I don't think it's strictly because of the injury. I feel like if you went to like last year's list and the year before, Tiger would probably be on there. Maybe. I I don't know. He wasn't really golfing much prior, but uh yeah. I I think it was mainly because of the injury, but Okay, I have two NASCAR drivers. Zero. Zero zero NASCAR yes. drivers. Yes. Okay, so my first one was Bubba Wallace. Because of the, the noose incidents. Yep. I, I thought, boy, all these people that don't watch NASCAR, like Googling him, who the hell is this Bubba Wallace guy? There's a black guy in NASCAR. I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just saying that's how people think. Um, and then the Brandon NASCAR driver, who is the Let's Go Brandon guy. I don't I, know who that so, is. Well, right. That's why he's the guy no, I said yeah. I don't know who his last name is. Because 
when I heard the Let's Go Brandon thing for the first time, I'm like, who is this guy? So I had to Google who is the Brandon in Let's Go Brandon, and then his name comes up, and I figured people would be Googling this yeah, guy's name. I guess that's a good guess. That's, I don't even know who the guy is. So, I don't know yeah. who he is either. I, I don't follow NASCAR as much as I used to, so I don't know. Um, Lionel Messi. No. Not on the Okay. So I just figured either him or... Is Ronaldo on the list? No. Oh, is there any major soccer players on yes. the list? Oh, I'm not sure who it is. Is it Lewandowski? Nope. No. Who He's is it? Number one most Googled athlete of all time, of 2021. Christian Eriksen. Christian Eriksen. Really? Danish footballer who plays yeah. for Yeah. Oh, because Inter of Milan. the injury in... In the Euros. Suffered cardiac yeah. arrest Jesus. during a, a soccer game. I should have known that. Yep. Yeah. It's got to be something kind of tragic with these people. Um, Conor McGregor? No. I'm surprised he's not on there. He's really popular. There's one fighter on this There's list. There's one fighter on the list. Is it Tyson Fury? Yes, it is. Number 10. Oh, yes. Wrote him down. I got three so far. That's, I'm pretty impressed with myself. Um, my last one is LeBron. Nope. No. Any basketball players on the list? No. No basketball. I didn't think there would be. The only ones I could think of were LeBron or Michael Jordan. That was it. Because they still dominate lists like that. Yeah. So there is one that you were absolutely not going to get. His name is uh, Niraj Chopra. He's an Indian track and field athlete who competes in javelin throw. Uh, he created history after he won the first gold medal for India in, the, in athletics. India hasn't won a gold medal in the Olympics? This until- year. What? Yep. They have like the second biggest population. Do they just suck at sports? Well, they just haven't won in athletics. So Right, but like they have three no, billion people. Like I know. You didn't get one person that could win a gold? So there are uh there's two tennis players. One male, one female. Okay. There's is... two football players. Okay. And there's one baseball player that you missed. Okay. So is Serena Williams one of the tennis players? No. Hmm. I don't know if you'll get the woman. If I if I get the, it's not Coco Golf, is it? Nope. Oh, um, Naomi. Nope. No, then I'm not gonna get it. Nineteen year old Emma Raducanu, British she, professional oh, tennis okay. player who created history after she won the U.S. Open this year, became the first qualifier to win a Grand Slam singles title in history of tennis. Okay, and then the male tennis player yep. is it Federer? Nope. Is it one of the big guys? Yes. Rafa. Yep. Okay. Rafael Nadal. Two okay. football players and a baseball player. Two football players and a baseball player. There's one that you should have. I'm surprised you didn't get the one football player. It's not. Is it Tom Brady? It is not. <sighs> AFC. I'm not doing the guess the athlete thing. Mahomes? Oh, Henry Ruggs. Yes. Okay. I didn't. Uh, so. Fifth. I thought cool. about him, but I was like, I feel like that happened too recently. For him to have been Googled enough to make that list. Yeah. That's, that, to, to be I number think five, about it. Yeah. you had three months, really. Like, yeah. I, I, want the, I want the list in order after you're done. But, All right. um, so I have one more football player. One more football, one baseball. I mean, football player. Is there anybody else that had any tragedies? No. This year? Oh, well, no. Is there a reason behind this guy? Um... It was big. It was big? It was kind of big, yeah. It was a big deal. I mean... It I, wasn't I a tragedy, know. but what happened? NFC. West. Russell Wilson? Number one seed. Offense. 
It's not Odell, is it? It is. What? Number eight. What do people have to Google Odell for? I See, that. that's why I'm... I knew that there was going to be weird ones like that. Like, why are you Googling Odell Beckham Jr.? That doesn't make sense to me. And then there's a baseball player. Yeah. Uh, Shohei yes. Otani. Yeah. Number I, seven. I did think about him, but I was like, are people really Googling who he is again? I, I just, I didn't make sense to me. Okay. So give me the, give me the full order. So uh, Christian Erickson at one. Tiger Woods at two. Simone Biles at three. Emma Raducanu at four. Henry Ruggs at five. Niraj Chopra at six. Shohei at seven, OBJ at eight, Rafael Nadal at nine, and Tyson Fury at ten. I'm proud of myself for getting three. Yeah. To be honest, I said one. And I, yeah. It, so what was the one you thought I would get? Biles. Um, well, Tiger Woods. Oh, okay. You figured I'd get Tiger. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. And then I thought there was no reason you shouldn't get Henry Ruggs, so I said two is probably easy for you to get. I just never thought it. Like I thought about him, but I'm like that just happened. Like yeah. You know how many things? How many times do you think LeBron James gets Googled daily? I don't think a lot. I no, he definitely does. Like people definitely type in LeBron James in Google and get him. You know, like that's a thing. I I remember doing that as a kid, like just typing in athletes in Google all the time and looking at stuff. So um, I don't know though. So here's the most searched athletes of 2020. So you have. Uh, Nate Robinson and Derek Henry as honorable mentions. Okay, so Nate Robinson because of the Jake Paul or Logan Paul thing. And then Bubba Wallace was also an honorable mention. Oh, so wait, was was the Bubba Wallace thing in 2020? It then? might have been. Oh, now I feel dumb. Um, yeah. So do I get credit for that then? No. Can I get a little bit of props no. for thinking he'd be Did on it there? happen in 2021? God damn it. So number one in 2020 was Ryan Newman because of the big accident. Yeah, the big accident. The, the Daytona big 500. Yeah, he almost died. Um, Michael Jordan at two. Because of the last dance. Tyson Fury at three. Yup, because he... Beat Wilder. Brady at four. Wow, this is an easier list. Mike Tyson at five because of the fight with Roy yep, Jones Jr. Right. Um, Luis Suarez at six. Why did what did Suarez get that for? Um, what happened to him in 2020? So, from what I'm reading, so it says Suarez's talents on the soccer pitch have made him one of the more well-known names in the sport. But 2020's additional boost had other factors. When Italian club Juventus had been accused of helping the Uruguayan with a language test, the controversy surrounding his Italian citizenship oh, it became okay. more than just local news. Um, seven was Alex Zanardi, who is a, uh, I think, a, a Paralympic athlete in uh, biking. So it's uh, in June, however, he suffered another horrific af- accident, a hand bike crash involving a truck. They required the 54-year-old to undergo several surgeries for his serious injuries. Okay. Uh, eight, Delonte West. Oh, yeah, because he basically went homeless and yep. almost died. Drew Brees, nine, and Tiago Silva at ten. So, I, I I don't think that these... Tom Brady is obviously the one of the, the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but he only got searched because, you know, he went to the Buccaneers. Right, he changed teams and... Like, I'm guessing if you went back to 20, what, 19... When LeBron went to the Lakers, LeBron is is on that yeah. list. So, but th- I'm I'm shocked Jordan was on the list to be honest, because the doc came out about him. Like everyone knows who Michael Jordan is. I know that kids probably looked up his highlights, but it's oh that's not true because through the whole pandemic, I did sit back and watch. I, I went back and rewatched like every Michael Jordan game ever. So. Yeah, I guess I get why that's on there. I'm a little shocked he's on there, though. I feel like people don't need to Google who Michael Jordan is. Like, 
They just uh, just like you don't need to Google who LeBron James is right. unless something huge happens. Right. So I think that was pretty interesting. I'm more than shocked that you that you got that. You posed it to me and I was like, Oh hell yeah, like let's do that. Yeah. I'm totally in. Um yeah, great great segment. Love that. Okay. We got to get into some. Got to well, get more serious. Let's get a little bit serious. Where CFB. do you want to go with this? Fu- with this first, let's talk about Matt Corral and the college football playoffs in general. Okay. Do you have a problem with kids sitting out bowl games? Is are sports a business? Sports are a business. Then no. Fair enough. I agree. Does your livelihood depend on you playing? A sport for the next 15, 10 to 15 years of your life. Potentially, yeah. Potentially even at 24 if you're Tom Brady, 25. Well, he's an anomaly, but okay. I mean, Matt Corral, a uh, projected round one he's quarterback. A, he's, a, he's a round one QB. Yeah. Um, Injured, playing in a bowl game that 100% didn't matter. And earlier in the season said that I will not play in a game that doesn't matter. And was kind of swindled and shit-talked into playing in a bowl game that didn't matter. I don't know what the extent of his injury was, but it was a bad leg injury. I don't think we've really got anything confirmed. Cut it off, crushes, going back out to the football field. Um, Hate to see it. The outrage that came after the fact is just ridiculous about people saying that these athletes have no right to do what they want to do and sit out bowl games because... It's just this is just sports entertainment, and this is just this is just what they sign up for when they play the game. And it's like, well, that's not what, they don't sign up to get hurt. They don't sign up to play in these games. That oh wow, I won the Sugar Bowl. No, no, no not the Sugar Bowl. We're not talking about the Sugar Bowl. Or I won Listen, the Tostitos I, Bowl. No, it's just, no, hang on, hang on. I'll I'll give some context to this because I understand people wanting their players to play in. Here, here's the ones that I think matter. I think the Rose Bowl matters. I think the All-State Sugar Bowl matters. I think the Orange Bowl matters. And I think the uh, the Tostitos Bowl matters. Those ones have been around for a long time. Like, they've always been big-named ones. Before the college football playoff became a thing, like, you had the BCS championship, and then you had those six. And it mattered to play in those six. Those top ten teams, like... I understand when fans are outraged because the, the players of those top ten teams don't play in it. I understand why the fans are outraged. I also understand why the players aren't playing in them. College football has made any bowl game that isn't the two college football semi-playoff or semi, yeah, semis games and the national championship game, they've made all of those meaningless. They don't mean anything, okay? So if, I, if I'm choosing not to play in this because I'm going to potentially be a top draft pick, I can side that. I, I, I'm good. You can sit that out. I will never fault a college athlete who does not get paid to play sports for sitting on a game. Where I have a problem with fans being outraged is when they watch the Duke's Mayo Bowl and watch 17 players basically get injured and mangled on the field and then decide, oh, we're going to complain that players wanted to sit this game out. Over the Duke's Mayo... Let me repeat that. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. It matters. These like, games are like Mayo. They're three-hour-long infomercials. That's what they are. It's three hours of commercial time for these companies, and I don't fault the companies. Hell yeah, capitalism, baby! Like I'm all for that. I'm all for ESPN wanting to make money. Where it's wrong is yeah. when you have people like Kirk Herbstreet calling out the players. The big over. problem is if if you support 
and I don't want to get political when I say this, but like the whole reason that these businesses sponsor these events is because of capitalism. They want to make money. They want to get their name, their name put out there. But if you support capitalism and you support what these companies are doing, you also should support players sitting out of these bowl games because those players need to make money. Their name is their business. That's why we've fought for how many years that the NCAA should allow players to make money off of their name and likeness, but like that is now their business now that they can do that and you want them to risk their professional careers on these meaningless bowl games. And I, I, I understand that you said that like the Sugar Bowl and the Rose Bowl, those are important. I agree. Those four are the more important bowl games. So what if you want to sit out? Like Right, like, I, 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 I still feel like fault the players. So I for feel it. like the Rose Bowl was That was the Ohio State game. Yeah. If uh anybody on Ohio State wants to sit out is it really going right. like, to is if Chris Olave, Chris wants Olave to sit out of, or Garrett Wilson of the bowl game is that really going to affect their draft stock? No, because you've seen Chris Olave for 4 years in college football, you know what he's worth or you know what he's capable of him not playing in a bowl game that Ohio State was probably going to win either way. I, I don't know. That was just that was quite a game. Just doesn't matter. Yes, those are more important bowl games, but it it if 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 a player not playing in those games affects their draft stock at all, the NFL coaches and the NFL well, it does though because because here's what you see. Oh, this is what happens. We hear it every year. Jadavion Clowney sits out his last year of college football because there's nothing he can do to improve his draft stock. Draft stock. He's going number one. Well, we got to question his motor. I don't think that guy really cares about football. Oh, no, hang on a minute. So what you're saying is. He should risk millions of dollars to play in meaningless games because he went to South Carolina. It's not like South Carolina was winning anything. What what am I playing for? My yeah. job is to get drafted in the NFL. You want to know what I think of when I think of Jadevian Clowney in college? I don't think of him sitting out one year. I think of him blowing through an offensive line and taking the ball that was rightfully South Carolina's. The most overrated play in college football history. Is that a good play, though? Like, Is that a memorable play? It's overrated. But is as it how. memorable? He gets... Nobody blocks him. He he runs it's, four five. Nobody the, blocks him, and he hits Demarcus or Denard Robinson at full speed and blows his helmet off. That's okay, not, that's not the question I'm asking. Uh, though. You're you're exaggerating a play that drives me. You brought up a play that drives <laughs> me nuts. Like he got famous off of this one play, and I'm like, okay, nobody blocked him. He like if nobody blocks a defensive end and he gets to run full speed at the running back, that's gonna happen like every time. <laughs> but people see that, and that's a highlight. Like, these are things that these players get known for. You want to know what I think of when I think of Devin Bush in college? I think of stopping on the middle, middle of oh, Michigan yeah. State's logo. Like, th- these are just things that you, you realize with players. And I'm sorry, but sitting out a year or a game or however long you want, Trevor Lawrence sits out his last year at Clemson. Is he still the number Trevor one Lawrence should have sat out his last year at Clemson, but, yeah, he would have gone number like, one. It only matters if you are a projected seventh-round guy that might not get drafted. And what was the Ohio State wide receiver's name that went off for, like, 300 yards? I uh, Everybody knows who, knows who I'm talking about. That guy now has a, for his, a forever under his name in a bowl game, had, like, 300-some-odd receiving yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. That is always remembered with that guy's game name now. But he's also not. A junior. Like, when he's a junior, if he's still doing that, not consistently because that's impossible, 
But if he's still putting up big numbers and he's still a great wide receiver, he has the resume of being a great college football player. Why does he need to play another year? Why does he need to play in a meaningless bowl game when the draft is in four or five months? Yeah, I, look, this all goes back to the Jalen Smith, the Jake Butts of the world, um, any of those other guys that have played in games like this because, you know, for the love of the team. Matt Corral is just added to the to the list of guys that cared about football, wanted to play in it, and guess what? Jalen Smith fell out of the first round. He was a protected top five pick. Fell out of the first round. He's basically out of football now because he can't get his knees right. He's basically been injured every year. Jake Putt was the number one projected tight end in his draft class, fell to the fourth round in the draft, is out of the NFL. Gone. Now, Matt, Matt Corral plays quarterback. Quarterbacks can usually recover from injuries pretty well and come back and still, you know, unless you're RG3, I guess, but you know, you can come back and have a pretty successful career. I would imagine, if anything, I bet you Matt Corral's stock for the draft went up just because he played in the game because we're going to get the bullshit of, oh, he loves his team. He cares more about football than anything else. That's the guy I want in my locker room. Granted, Matt Corral is currently my top quarterback on the board, so I guess I fall into that a little bit, but like that's what we're going to hear from the old heads that think that, you know, the, the Terry Bradshaws of the world and the Howie hey, Longs. Whoa. No, no, I'm going to take a shot at Terry because Terry's taking shots at kids that don't play in bowl games. I'm going to say it. He has. And I'm not saying that like what he says is wrong. I think that, you know, I, I would wish that players would play in the games, but if they don't want to, that's their choice. Yeah, I, in a you perfect universe where you can't get hurt in a bowl game, yeah, I'd love to see all these great players playing in them. We're not in a perfect universe there, folks. Like, like neither of us played sports at a high level, but like when you went to go to a scrimmage in high school, if well, you were I a starting... pitch softball. Don't give me that shit. Right, but like if you were to go to a scrimmage in high school and you were a starter, would you really want to play a lot in that scrimmage? I wouldn't play in that scrimmage. Right, you either wouldn't play in the scrimmage or you'd play for 10 minutes and you'd be done because the game was meaningless and you're not going to get hurt. Yeah. It's the same I reason mean, that starters don't play in preseason. It's also the reason that when you're up by 30, the NFL pulls your starters because that game no longer matters. Yeah, thanks, Deontay Johnson. <laughs> dickhead kid show um it's it like i don't understand how coaches in high school in the high school level can say all right well you're up by this happened on our soccer team you're up by seven hey you're not gonna play anymore it, but that matters like these are you are sitting your best players because you can't get hurt before sectionals like th these are things that compare to what happens it's just I, I just don't understand it it drives me nuts how people treat college athletes yeah it's ridiculous i mean we literally had bowl games getting canceled because we had too many COVID situations to be able to play in them. The Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl literally got canceled because they had to move teams to the Peach Bowl because they didn't have teams. Um, Wake Forest was scheduled to play TBD. That's who they were scheduled to play. I think I put money on TBD and they covered. I, I'm just saying, but... like. That's disgusting. You have so many bowl games that because of COVID, you had to cancel some and move teams around and then just play a game of football. Like, do you know how meaningless that makes it? It's just an infomercial. That's all this is. And I don't fault the company. Like I said, I don't fault the companies. If I could spend $4 million, I think uh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl cost Duke's Mayo like $4 million to purchase. Okay? If well, I could if spend... I had $4 million, I'd make it the highly undisputed whatever bowl. Barstool Sports did it for half a yeah. million. They got that for half a million dollars. Like, Dave Portnoy, way to go. I, you didn't get your bowl game because it got canceled, but 
way to get in on this. Same thing with the kid with Jackson State. Barstool Sports, way to jump in on that. Like, I know I'm kind of doing a little bit of an infomercial for Barstool right now because maybe they'll pick us up. But, <laughs> like, props to them for jumping on this. That's what good businesses do. But the problem is the media and people like Kirk Herbstreet who do two games in one day and then go on uh, college football now or whatever the hell it's called on ESPN and go, it's ridiculous that these kids aren't playing in these games and it's all the fault of cell phones and video games. Shut the hell up. Kitcho. Like, who the hell are you? Kitcho. What, did I swear? No. I said hell. A lot of kids don't like hell. I, a lot of kids aren't allowed to say hell. I guess. Yeah, how, right. many, how many kids aren't allowed to say hell that are listening to our podcast? How many kids are listening to our podcast? Like, realistically, all of them? I mean, we are a kid I, show, I guess. I guess. So. We are a kid show. Yeah. All right. Would you like to move on from that to another controversial topic? Sure. Antonio Brown. Love him or hate him? Both. As a Steelers fan? Like... Antonio Brown is one of the greatest and most talented wide receivers of all time, and there's no faulting faulting that. If you blame anything that's happened with him in the media in the past however many years that he's been a huge head case after Vontez Perfect rocked his socks off, like it you know that like Antonio Brown was talented and put up stellar seasons with the with the Steelers. He was the best wide receiver in football for like five years. Yes. Goes off has a little bit of a fit in Pittsburgh. Hang on a minute. I, I want to talk I, about that. I was that. getting there. Okay. Blames Big Ben, blames Mike Tomlin, blames uh, Le'Veon Bell for all of these problems in the Steelers organization. Gets called crazy. Like, Mike Tomlin's this great head coach. Ben Roethlisberger's one of the greatest quarterbacks. Like, well, Hall of Fame quarterback. It doesn't really matter. And then come to find out, what, four years later, Antonio Brown was right about what's happening in the Steelers organization. I don't like to say that. I don't like to say that my organization has been in the fire of and the downfall of a player. But we were. And, and Antonio Brown was right. Has this big thing with the media, wants to box Logan Paul, all this. Everyone's like, oh, CTE's just getting to you. You're never going to play in the NFL again. Goes to New England, calls somebody, what, did you call him a cracker? No, he basically called out Robert Kraft for the uh, sexual situation that he was yeah. in at the time. Can I address the, the, the media turning on AB, with, starting with the Steelers? Because... Do we remember that whole saga, how he got traded to the Raiders? He told the Pittsburgh Steelers front office he wanted to get traded to New England. New England offered a better package than the Raiders did. Pittsburgh said, go fuck yourself, kid show. We're not trading you to New England. You're going to Oakland. He didn't want to be there. So he gets to Oakland, doesn't want to be there, gets in John Gruden's face, and John Gruden, top character he is, you know, he's such an outstanding guy. Oh, yeah, John Gruden, head coach, oh, wait, head coach of, not head coach of the right. Las like, Vegas Raiders. So he goes after that guy who clearly, his John Gruden's judge of character is just top-notch. We, we, he's flawless, right? Goes after him, gets released by the Raiders, signs with, a, with the Patriots, America's favorite team, obviously, everybody hates them. Any, anytime anybody signs with the Patriots, everybody immediately hates that person. Plays in a game, dominates, looks really good. Oh, New England might be back in the Super Bowl. And two days later, 47 women come out with sexual allegations against him, which none of them have been proven in a court of law as far as I'm concerned. Robert Kraft calls him out on him, then decides, OAB decides to call out Robert Kraft on his sexual antics and massage parlors. AB's they have, no to, longer they the have to cut him because you can't do yes. anything like that. I agree with... I agree that like he's maybe a little different, and I always felt like he was different. But if we're going to act like Antonio Brown doesn't care about winning and doesn't care about playing football, 
Let's stop with that. That guy trains. Do you see the kind of shape that that dude's in? Like, he basically has not played a lot of football in the last three years, probably in better shape than anybody in the league. So, fast forward to present day. Not even present day. Yesterday. Sunday, if you guys are listening to this on Tuesday. It is Tampa Bay in New York against the Jets. AB is coming off of a suspension after a faked vaccine card after being injured with an ankle injury. Halfway through the game, three quarter, halfway through the third quarter, we see Antonio Brown running off the field with his shirt off after show, throwing his shirt and gloves into the into the crowd. My first thought, what everybody else's first thought was, oh, what a fucking head case, kids show. Come to find out that oh, Antonio Brown refused to go in, which kind of doesn't make any sense. But then it comes out, it's like oh, well maybe the Buccaneers were trying to hold off his incentive bonuses. But then you think, oh, well, they helped him get them next year. Last year, he still had he still had Again, a game no. and a half. I don't think the Buccaneers helped him get those. That was Brady going out of his way to get those for him. But reports come out today, or from Bruce Arians, that he just kind of refused to go in after being told two times to do so. Antonio Brown says, "All right, here's my time to shine. Here's my side of the story." Comes out this morning and says, "My ankle was not fit. My ankle hurt still. I was not ready to go in that game. I didn't want to." The Bucs organization, the Bruce Arians and the coaching staff of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers said, you're going to go in. He said, no, I'm not. They told him to leave, so that's exactly what he did. If this comes out to be true, Bruce Arians fired. The NFL preaches player safety and player health. We've heard all through it with COVID. COVID is, is a big deal. Do not get me wrong. We've heard about it for the past two years. Player safety Big deal. Concussions, CTE, My God. all we of spent, the above. We spent 15 years wondering if football was going to last five more years because of concussions. The NFLPA is all about player safety. That's why it is there. It's to help the players do better, be safer, help them in any way possible. So if that it comes out to be true, fire Bruce Arians. Fire the coaching staff of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Pay Antonio Brown what was left of his money plus his incentive bonuses because that's bullshit. Hasn't been proven true yet. That's all I need to say about it because I I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and say oh maybe they're gonna do what the Giants possibly did to Victor Cruz three or five years oh, ago. Oh no, they did that to Victor Cruz. So that's legitimate. This just the whole situation is just messed up. Antonio Brown is a head case. Do do not get me wrong, he is a head case. But to just walk out of a game that until he cares so much about just doesn't make sense to me. And I'm definitely not going to sit here and believe Bruce Arians for a second about what he has to say. Like, Tom Brady came out and said, hey, I hope he gets the help he needs. Well, we all, and he's like, well, we all need to be there for him. Yeah, you're right. You also need to be there for him if, if the injury is the, the reason that he refused to go in. So it's going to be an interesting month for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization into what happens and what happened with Antonio Brown. So here's my problem with the whole situation. Um, I defended AB immediately. You were with me. I, immediately, I said something happened. I don't. This guy is way too competitive to just run off the field like that. I'm sorry. That's that's not how that guy's built. I know that. Um, instantly, I don't believe Bruce Arians. I have. I don't believe a word Bruce Arians says. Maybe ever. Um, I consider him to be a guy that plays into the media circus, and you know tries to create media drama where there might not be any for the attention because I think that's just the kind of guy he is. I mean, his famous thing is win or lose, we booze. 
I mean, when your head coach is saying is that, that, that gives me cause for pause already. You know, like if, if that happened, if that happened on, I, I'm going to use the Patriots as an example because I think this is the perfect example. If you saw a player on New England walking off the field like that, do you think Bill Belichick is giving any, anything to the media afterwards? I think he's just saying, we'll address that situation internally. We'll address that situation internally. Why did that have to be said to the media, what he said? Cover his ass. Exactly. Because the only reason to cover your ass on something like that is when you've done something wrong. It's also easier to make A.B. look like a bad guy than a Super Bowl winning coach. Well, it's easy to make A.B. look like a bad guy because people hate him. People hate him. And I get why people hate him. The vax card thing, regardless of your opinion on vaccination statuses, like that's, that's illegal you know, to have a fake vaccination card. I... I condemn him for that. Yeah, that is that is deserving of suspension. And he he was suspended. Yeah. He served his suspension, and he did what he had to do. And know? I find it very difficult to believe that the Bucks, being as generous as they were to allow AB to come back to practice, because they didn't have to allow him to come back to the team. Like they could have said, "No, he's not going to play for the rest of the year," and then he's just going to say, "Well, you guys did me a favor. I'm just going to fuck you over and not play after you helped me out." Kids show. It just doesn't make any sense, no matter CTE or what. Like, CTE doesn't turn you into a douchebag. It make it's it, it's just not how that works. So, just, just I just I want everybody. To just I would keep wait an eye for on. the facts. Like, why are why are I've saw Twitter, Facebook today. All well, maybe he's just he's a head case. It doesn't matter what what he says because he's just a media clown. Well, to was never a head case. Yeah, To's nickname was Team Obliterator. Like, that was his nickname. That's what people called him. Like, wide receivers are head cases. They just are. Randy Moss, I mean, come on. That there, dude was a jackass yeah, to everybody. I mean, there's a reason, like, the, the, the memes on Twitter of, of, like, quarterbacks being these good guys and running backs always, like, posting prayers and, and like, and then wide receivers are just posting, oh, the, the, everybody's out to get me and I'm just going to step all over them. That's true. Like, wide receivers are maniacs. It, like, yeah, you run across the middle of the field and get blindsided by a middle linebacker in safety. I'm sure that job's really fun. Yeah, it just of course, so many players have CTE. We never talk about their actions, but we talk about AB all the time. Like, n- I'm, I'm sorry, I don't want to bring this up because it was a shitty situation. Everson Griffin, I, I'm almost positive has CTE because he plays. He's a defensive player. He hits people a lot. Went through this big sporadic attack, anxiety attack at his house because he thought he was getting broken into. It's a very sad story to hear. We never once heard, well, now he's a head case. He's got CTA. Now we have to watch him in the media. Like, oh, let's put him on suicide watch because he's got anxiety and he, he was threatening to shoot himself. Never once heard that. I'm glad because it's not deserving. But we're going to sit here and we're going to pose AB as a bad guy. And I, I like AB, but I hate him because I, I just want him on this. I wanted him on the Steelers to stay, and it's just my fucking organization's fault that he's not there. But I just have I have nothing else to say. It's just annoying seeing the hypocrisy of a lot of things over the past week with college football and the NFL. All right, so you mentioned the Steelers. Um, it's Monday night. It's going to be a rough day. A Big rough Ben's day. final home game probably tonight. Yeah, I mean I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to pull it. I'm not like that big of a Ben Roethlisberger fan. Like you cried when Brady left. I didn't cry when Brady left. You didn't cry? No, I thought you did. No, I I was. Don't you remember? I was the one screaming, "Brady, please go to a new team because we literally can't win with you next year." That was me when he left. Like I wanted Brady to leave because I want him to win as many Super Bowls as possible, and we couldn't contend last year. 
Um, it's the I, only quarterback I've known. Yeah, it, it really is. It's the only quarterback Drafted you've known. Drafted in 2004, um, offensive rookie of the year. Um, so I know your favorite moment's probably the Santonio Holmes catch. Yes, it is. Can you give me some other great Big Ben moments off the top of your head? Like, I mean, you're, you're a fan of the guy. I can't stand him. You know my opinions of him. But, like, he's – I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but he's going to go into the Hall of Fame. So give me the Hall of Fame moments. What are they? Well, it's two Super Bowls. It's, it's what? One Super Bowl he had nothing to do with. Let's let's calm down with that shit. One, two Super Bowls. No, he had nothing to do with one Top ten passing yards, top ten completions all time amongst quarterbacks. It's... There, there, there shouldn't be a, a sliver of a doubt. And I told you before the podcast I didn't want to do this because we're going to get into an argument. Ben Roethlisberger is a Super Bowl or a Hall of Fame quarterback. There's not a question. And do you want me to give you the argument I gave you yesterday? Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback with two Super Bowl wins. Ben Roethlisberger, no, he's Hall not. of Fame quarterback. Hmm. Who, did, who did Eli Manning beat in both those Super Bowls? I don't care who he beat in the Super Bowl. Will I, Eli Manning get into the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. <laughs> If you look at Eli Manning's career, it's a disaster. Eli Manning's not going to get in the Hall of Fame. Eli Manning led the league in interceptions three times. He only had two successful... He made the playoffs like three times. Only twice did he win games. Or four, I'm sorry, four times he made the playoffs. He won a playoff game in two of those seasons. Eli Manning... He missed the, only- the playoffs. He missed the playoffs in like, six, or in like 15 seasons. Eli Manning is going to get in the Hall of Fame. There's a strong case he doesn't get in. Ben Roethlisberger is going to get in the Hall of Fame. I think Philip Rivers is more talented than both of them, and he's not getting in. What did, what did Philip Rivers do? Sorry that you know Eli Manning threw a temper tantrum and didn't want to go to San Diego. Hmm. Oh well, nothing I can do about that. But the disrespect out of your mouth. Do any of those like guys today? have a? Does any of those guys have a regular season MVP? No. Do any of them have a first team or a second team All Pro? Eh. No? They don't have any of that? No. Okay. How long has it been since Big Ben won a playoff game? What, five years? Yeah, five years. <laughs> five years. So, okay, let's look at Big Ben's two Super Bowls. Because if you want to go at me and you want to call me out, uh, the first one he is threw... Is Drew Brees a Hall of Famer? What? Is Drew Brees a Hall of Famer? Yeah, Drew Brees how is a Hall the, of Famer. How was the end of his career? Drew Brees is, going to finish top t- is finishing top two in every single quarterback passing statistics he was he was number one in all of the passing statistics when he retired that's hall of fame big ben did not win a super bowl by himself the team won a super bowl in spite of big ben oh my god you you a tom brady fan are going to talk about a quarterback not winning a super bowl by themselves how'd you beat the rams a tom brady game-winning drive was that a? Have you not said it yourself that that game is solely based on the defense? It was solely based on the defense, but you know what? He had to go out there and John Madden, God rest his you soul. You have a quarterback a that has throughout his entire career, and I've said it. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Has relied on his defense heavily to win him games. Big Ben won a Super Bowl with like a three quarterback rating. He threw for like I think he threw for less than a hundred yards in his first Super Bowl. And, like, these are things you, if Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with throwing less than 100 yards, you'd be like, wow, the Patriots won a Super Bowl and Tom only had to throw for less than 100 yards. It just shows you how good we are. Like, that, would, that would be a credit to Bill Belichick. That wouldn't be a credit to Tom Brady. I don't give, the only credit I give Tom Brady for the first Rams Super Bowl 
is that as a second-year player in the league and a first-year starter, he led the team on a game-winning drive when John Madden, like I was about to say, is up in the booth literally saying, I think that the Patriots with this field position should just run the clock out and play for overtime. And they said, nah, we're going to give it to this guy who we believe in, and he's going to get us in field goal range, and we're going to win the game. So they do- the Steelers dominated a bad Seahawks team that had the MVP and Sean Alexander that shouldn't have even been there. They shouldn't have even been in that game. They should have lost to the Cowboys the week before. Okay, they dominated a bad Seahawks team that was not very good. The defense destroyed them. He didn't even have a touchdown pass. A wide receiver whose name is completely escaping me right now. I cannot remember his name. He was a college quarterback, and they drafted him to be a quarterback, but he played wide receiver. Threw the only touchdown pass of the game. They didn't even trust Ben to throw a touchdown pass. At least Brady threw a touchdown pass in his Super Bowl. Okay. I, what about the Cardinals? So the first Super Bowl I think is overrated. James Harrison in the hundred touchdown interception. Is that you're gonna say? James Harrison should have been the MVP of that game. A game-winning drive for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, that's that's fine. Santonio Holmes makes one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. It was a pretty good throw. I give Ben credit for that last drive. So I give him one Super Bowl that he actually gets credit for. Okay, and then that Super Bowl MVP that he has I think is overrated. I think that it should have been James Harrison because. The 99-yard touchdown return or interception, it was an interception, right? Yes. Yeah. I think that that's one of the 10 greatest plays in Super Bowl history, and without that play, they don't win the game. And they could have lost that Super Bowl. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald had the biggest play in that game, an 80-yard touchdown on the first play of that drive. I wish he just fell down at the one and milked a few more seconds off the clock. But, look, I... Big Ben's I, I, gonna get why in. Do, why do we have to do this? Because I, 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 literally, I, literally I simply asked you. I, I simply <laughs> asked you for some moments, and you're like, "I know that you hate him." And then you said he's Eli Manning. You brought up Eli you Manning getting in the Hall of Fame as if that's not a trigger for me. Because no, you want you want me to give you an argument as to why you wanted this argument to happen. Don't tell me that you don't. You're smiling your ass off right now, ear to ear, laughing. You know you wanted the argument to happen, so I just gave it I to you. I always want this argument. I, I just gave it to you. I wasn't going to beat it's, around the bush. It's maybe my favorite argument. Um, but, I mean, sir, no, give me your your Big Ben moments. Like, I can give you my 10 greatest Brady moments. That's not a problem. Like, Do you want to know the difference between you and I? Is I don't go back every single day and just watch Brady highlights. I mean, I don't do that every day. But you, you can't just, like, off the top of your head think of five moments of a so-called Hall of Fame career that you think are great? No, he's not a mobile quarterback. Okay, here's why. not a mobile quarterback. That's That was like his big thing. Dude! I think one of the best plays of Ben Roethlisberger's yes, he career. he out of the pocket and got a first down. I understand. No, like he he avoided like six sacks in like the first, I think it was the first or the second drive of the Cardinals Super Bowl. Avoids like six sacks, completes a pass, and then I think John Madden's like, that's what that's what makes this guy great. He, you know, he just knows how to avoid the rush, make throws downfield. I, I miss John Madden. I really do. Rest all of his peace. didn't he, talk about uh, him at all. We'll we'll get to him. Uh, you don't have anything. You don't have not any, off the top of my head. I'm not. Is it all just disaster and shame that you have? All I, all that's in my head right now is what's happened over the past few years. Honestly, like I'm really upset that my. Most recent memories of Ben Roethlisberger are disaster for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and look, I've said it. If he didn't, re- if he doesn't retire this year, he's not getting into the Hall of Fame. He can he can wipe his Hall of Fame. But you make this argument yourself, and I've agreed with you that if he get, if he waits too long to retire, 
He's not going to beat out guys like Tom fucking Brady. Whenever that might be. Aaron Rodgers. These are Russell, uh, not Russell Wilson, but like these are guys that. Russell Wilson. You think Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer? I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer, but he's going to get votes. Yeah. So people are going to vote for him. Like these are guys that are going to take votes away from Big Ben. And then what? By the time it's too late because there are so many great quarterbacks in the league right now that he doesn't get in. I wouldn't be shocked because he's not better than these quarterbacks because we've been spoiled over the past few years with the amount of great quarterbacks we've had in the NFL. Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers, I mean Russell Wilson, Philip Rivers can be named. Peyton Manning retired what five years ago, six well, years he, ago. He just got in. Yeah, but see like, that's that's my thing with the Hall of Fame is with the quarterback position because the numbers are so elevated and there's so many like we just have a lot more above average quarterbacks now that like this last decade or decade and a half of quarterback play. There's four guys I think of that are, that guy's a Hall of Famer. I, because this has always been my thing. If I have to think about it for more than two seconds, if you're a Hall of Famer, you're not a Hall of Famer to me. You know, if I just say Aaron Rodgers, you say, oh, Hall of Famer. If I say Tom Brady, you say, well, he's the GOAT. You can't, you can't have a Hall of Fame without him. Peyton Manning, no question. Drew Brees, if you want to question it, go ahead and question it. I'm not questioning it. No, I'm not going to question it, but I'm giving you your argument back to you. No, I, I understand that, but that's my thing, like, if I just put Big Ben's stats next to Matt Ryan's stats and I take away the Super Bowl wins, like Matt Ryan is going to have better stats. And he has an MVP on his resume. He has a first-team All-Pro. If anything, I can argue Matt Ryan is more talented than Big Ben ever was, but just has had the worst luck of anyone in NFL history. I would say Matt Ryan falls apart at a higher rate than Ben Roethlisberger does. I mean, that's, that's fine. I mean, I, I can give you that. But, like, statistically, you can't say that Big Ben is more but dominant than Matt Ryan is. How many guys are not in the Hall of Fame, or that are in the Hall of Fame, wouldn't be if we based it off of how and, you and, feel? And that's fair. That's fair. Well, there's a few that are in that just don't belong in there. I, We've had some in the most recent ones that I, I can't stand. But the Hall of Fame should be the top guys. I, and here's the thing. If, if that's what it was, I would agree with you that Ben is not a Hall of Famer because he's not... Top 10. He's and not I've, top 20. I've been consistent. He's going to get in. Personally, for me, I don't consider him one. If if we base it off of top guys get in, and this is what it was from the beginning, there isn't an argument to be made. But the question of he's not, it is, it's like he is. And like I don't consider him or Eli Manning amongst those great quarterbacks. That's why I always Thank say... God. like. But they're going to get in. Right. That's the big... I still don't think Eli's going to get in. I, I don't think there's a way that you can't put a Manning in the Hall of Fame. That won two Super Bowls, knocked down the undefeated Patriots All right, the Yeah, Super thanks. Bowl. Thanks for dagging, <laughs> stabbing that one into my chest again. Jesus. You know that Adam sent me the stupid helmet catch again today? It. Never before seen footage. Like, what the hell? Why? I, I Why do I have to suffer for the rest of my life? I would trade... Three New England Super Bowl rings for that one. For that game, I would trade three rings for that. Can I make that trade? Can I trade the Panthers Super Bowl? Can I you trade the pick and shoes? Can I, can I trade the Panthers Super Bowl, the second Rams Super Bowl, and the Eagles Super Bowl for the undefeated season? No. Can I trade <laughs> you look at the pick please, and shoes? Please. No. Okay. I guess so. Like, 
Yeah, like, sure. I mean, in your mind, go for like, it. Like all I want, choose, but all I want is all out. I want is the first Rams title, the undefeated season, the Seattle game, and the Falcons game. It's all I really want. I want those ones. Sorry, Eli Manning's just better than Tom Brady oh, and geez. won't let you get an undefeated season. Okay, are there any games we really need to discuss from this weekend, particularly Chiefs, Bengals, Chiefs, Bengals? Okay, you know what we're gonna do before that? We're gonna take a break. Whoosh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, unfortunately, guys, my soundboard is kind of down right now. Uh, it says before we resume. Yeah. I'm not saying it. And then proceed to I had to do it. it. I had to give us a whoosh. There usually is one. Um, all right. So you wanted to do chiefs Bengals. Uh That was probably that's obviously the, the best game of the day. The only exciting game of the week. I mean, just there's just been some bad football. And COVID's had a lot to do with that. Just players missing time is really depressing. I really hate Speaking that we of might COVID, have. Sorry. Um, okay. Wow. Eagles tested positive. Dallas Goddard, Jordan Howard, and Boston Scott among twelve Eagles players put on the reserve COVID nineteen list on Monday. So Eagles fighting for a playoff spot need to beat the Cowboys on Sunday. Probably aren't going to have their best receiver and their only two running backs on the roster. So the Saints are probably going to make the playoffs, and potentially the Saints and the Bucks could play each other in the first round. Yeah. Well, you better believe the Bucks are throwing this game this week. Um, it's really upsetting that there might be playoff games decided because of COVID, like players not being able to go. And, like, that's just really shitty, and it's going to suck. Like, hopefully that doesn't affect the Super Bowl or something. Hopefully the NFL would, you know, take into account potentially maybe moving the game if something like that was happened, but I don't think they're going to. I mean, could you imagine if the Chiefs get there and Patrick Mahomes test positive and can't play? Like, yeah. Who's watching that? Yeah. You know, like if the quarterback for one of the teams can't go. Oh, well, I mean, imagine it's a team that doesn't have, doesn't have a Super Bowl ring, goes in there, and I'm I when I say this is I'm calling out the Bills right now. Bills get there, get to play against the Dallas Cowboys. So use the two most oh. annoying two most yeah. annoying franchises in NFL history. Oh, uh, by the way, I've said I won't watch the Patriots Bucks Super Bowl. I will not watch a Cowboys Buffalo Bills Super Bowl. I might find something else to do that night. Anybody want to watch like some office reruns? Or I something? will watch Days of Our Lives instead because I'll rather have my eyes bleed that way than listen to Bills and Cowboys fans for the next year talk about how they made it slash won a Super Bowl. But Who would you root for in that situation? Neither. No, no, you wouldn't pick a team. I'd root for a bullet to enter my brain. No, I would absolutely root for the Cowboys. 100% I would rather root for the Cowboys than root for the Bills. I would root for a bullet to come miraculously spring through my window and hit me right in the side of the face. Fair enough. I um, and My friends list is uh, primarily Bills because, you know, we're from New York. And Cowboys fans because, you know, they just live everywhere. Yeah, I, uh, I, would, not, I would just delete my Facebook and never be heard from again on that, on that app. But, I mean, it'd be shitty for a team like them who has never made it or and never won it, sorry. To wow, <laughs> wow, way to call him out like that. <laughs> Who's never won it to either get screwed over in a way that their Josh Allen cannot play or play against the Cowboys if that can't play. Like it, there, there are situations that that takes away a bit of pride for those teams to, for the city of Buffalo to finally win a Super Bowl. Granted, they are gonna celebrate it either way and act like it was the greatest Super Bowl win of all time, but that doesn't matter. Um. I'm just hoping that the NFL can kind of get it on under wraps to solidify it. Because had, they had the plan of see no COVID, hear no COVID, there is no COVID, but we're still getting 
What is COVID? I, I yeah, never heard of that. We're still getting teams like the Eagles have 12 people put on the reserve COVID list on a Monday. I mean, the Texans basically the last three weeks have played with like 19 practice squad guys. Yeah. Like the Texans barely rostered a team this weekend. It's it's pretty bad. Um, okay. Bengals Chiefs. Bengals. Yeah. Yes. I thought the Chiefs were going to win this game. It was looking really good. I was hoping until, the Chiefs won that game. Up until halftime. I'll listen. Your stupid division needed to go away. The, the Only one team from that division deserves to make the playoffs. I'm sorry. Like, just one. And it's not your team. It's not the Ravens. And it's not the Browns. Yeah. No, I agree. I I don't. At this point, the division's been clinched by the Bengals. I'm just hoping the Steelers win tonight, lose next week, go 8-1, so I can talk I shit for the next. I can't listen to that. So I can talk shit for the um, next year about how we still haven't won under 500 with Mike Tomlin. That's just how it is. But exciting things to point out. Um, Joe Burrow is kind of legit. Is there any respect from you to put on Joe Burrow's name who you've kind of dragged through the mud? I haven't dragged Joe Burrow through no, the mud. You, you, you're giving me shit on Joe I, Burrow. You aren't a fan of Joe Burrow. I did you not have, say you that. You said that you do not think Joe Burrow is that good. That is not what I said. I said Joe Burrow is really talented. He's going to be Tony Romo. He's Tony Romo. He's really dynamic. He can make big throws. He's going to get hurt a lot. And he can also lose you ball games. That's you what I've said about him. You don't think Joe Burrow is that good. That is not what I said. Okay. I said, I've said from day one, Joe Burrow's going to be Tony Romo. Okay. That's a, All right. I think Tony Romo was a top five quarterback for a couple seasons. Like, okay. Joe Burrow is really talented. I also think Joe Burrow can go kind of haywire and throw five interceptions in a game. And that's why the Bengals are the team that I would want to personally play in the playoffs. Oh, I agree. I think there are two teams that I'd want to play in the playoffs. And I think it's if the Raiders make it, it's them and the Bengals. And if the Raiders don't make it, it might just be one. Oh, and the Titans, but they're probably going to have a, a bye. So it's it's the Bengals in the first round or the Raiders and then the Titans in the second round. I don't which, know why you're calling me out on my Joe. We just did the, the quarterbacks under 24 or whatever, and I had Joe Burrow as like number two on the list. Yeah, it's all right. I, I like Joe Burrow. I don't love him. I think he's like pretty good. I'm not letting you call me out like that. What are your thoughts on the Chiefs after the loss, though? Kind of I mean, just nothing. They can't run the ball still, so they can't protect leads. Mahomes, if he's not hitting ridiculous plays to Tyreek, like Tyreek makes that catch that Von Bell knocks away, which what the hell was Von Bell doing on that coverage? Good thing he knocked it away because that would have been maybe the worst play of the year. Um, when he's not hitting those plays and those throws, like they're not quite as good. And didn't they get a kickoff return too? Yeah, they got a kickoff return for a touchdown too. Pringle had it. Um, like yeah. you know, just I'm still not buying the Chiefs. I'm just not. They beat a bunch of bad teams in a row. They just did. Like, I think they can be had. I think if you have an offense that can score 35 points, you can beat the Chiefs. So, are they still your Super Bowl pick out of the AFC? Yeah, I'm still gonna pick them to go out of the AFC. I don't. Tr- Who do I trust in the AFC? Like, I barely, I trust New England, but I don't think that they're going to be able to score enough points to beat many people. So. I don't trust the Colts. Can I can I flip what you just said onto another team really fast? Sure. And I'm biased. I do not like this team. The Cowboys don't have great wins at all this season. No, they don't. So, 
are they are you confident in an NFC playoff or NFC championship game spot for them or are they kind of just you no, think not really catch because fire in the playoffs? No, not really because here's the problem. To get to an NFC title game, they're going to have to go on the road to Tampa or on the road to Lambeau. And they're not winning either one of those games. Okay. They're just not. Before when I made that prediction, they were a top 2 seed. They were going to have home, you know, home field advantage to get to the title game. They're not now and I'm not trusting them to go on the road. Also, if Michael Gallup is gone, He's gone, ACL. Yeah, like he's gone. Zeke's clearly not healthy. They chew, They refuse to run the ball. Like that is the most frustrating thing. You have the best right guard in football in Zach Martin. Ty Smith, he's, you know, he's not quite what he used to be. Still really good. They have a top seven offensive line in my opinion. They refuse to try to establish the run. It's terrible. Yeah. I pay people. You don't got to use them. Let's play Zeke the most money of any running back in the league and then not use him? What? I don't understand. Like, you have Tony Pollard. They have a really good one-two thing, and they're just, nah. Dak's going to throw it 60 times. You're never going to win in the playoffs like that. Like You're just you're not beating Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers trying to out-throw them. They're good with that. The thing is, like, they have the two perfect running backs to do the exact same thing that the Packers are doing. And they don't do it. They have a guy in Zeke that can just bulldoze people. Then they have Tony Pollard, who's a great receiving back. That reminds me of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon, who goes in and just manhandles defensive linemen because he's quadzilla. These are just similarities that the Cowboys organization needs to figure out. And just makes zero sense to me. And that's why I'm just not a huge... I, I mean, I'm not a fan of the Cowboys. It's really, I'm, not, I'm not in on them. That's why I was confidently saying that the Cardinals were going to beat them last week. Granted, it's only because Greg Zerline can't make his kicks. But all of these things play a factor into making it to an NFC Championship game or a Super Bowl, which probably neither one are going to happen. But, I mean, both conferences are kind of wide open. I mean, it's going to be another Bucks packers nfc Championship game probably. And in the AFC, it could be Chargers-Patriots. Chargers aren't making it. They're too inconsistent. They can't stop the run. You know, they can't stop the run. They yeah. can't. You can throw on them. Um, they're going to make mistakes. It's, they're, they're, not, they're not getting there. And I like them. I really like the Chargers. I think they have a great offense. I love Brandon Staley. But they're inconsistent, and they make mistakes. They're not disciplined at all. They're, it's a cla- Their kicker is the most... Who trusts a Chargers kicker ever? I don't. I don't trust them. I don't trust the Bengals. I don't trust the Bills. Like, Josh Allen tried to let Atlanta win that game. It's just too bad that Atlanta is such a suckbag team that they can't do anything with... What did he throw, four interceptions? I know he had three. Did he have four? Matt Ryan? No. Josh Allen. Oh. He either had three or four. I think he had three. Yeah, like, he had three interceptions, and... I think the Falcons scored like seven points off of them. Yeah. And they had a touchdown called back because Matt Ryan taunted the guy, which I'm sorry, that's got to stop. The, the the taunting crap has got to stop. But I don't trust any team in the AFC. Like I like to say I trust New England, but I don't because I don't think that they can consistently score 35 points. And to win in the AFC, you got to score 35. You're just going to have to. Like, you know, can Mahomes get hot for three weeks? Can Belichick go on one of his classic runs? Can Burrow and Chase stay stupid? Like, 
I don't think the Burrow and Chase thing is going to last. I think that the Chiefs have pretty bad corners, to be honest. And if they run into a team that knows how to play defense, they're going to have a problem. Yeah, I mean, 264 yards. I think it was eight, 268, yeah. something like that, whatever. Isn't going to happen more than once a year. Unless your name is Cooper Cup, and even he hasn't hit that mark yet. Like, these are just things that, like, yeah, okay, the Bengals have been great and beat two solid opponents in the past two weeks, but they beat the Ravens without Lamar Jackson. Granted, they beat them by a lot, and then they beat the Chiefs on a fluky penalty in the end zone to give them the opportunity to run the clock out and kick a field goal at home in a game that was must-win to clinch the division. It's just I'm not convinced. I just I don't trust the Chiefs because they can't establish the run and they can't hold the lead. And you saw that yesterday. They couldn't hold the lead. They just they can't run the clock out. And I'm not going to trust the Bengals because at any moment Joe Burrow can turn into what Trevor Lawrence was yesterday. Also, are we sure Joe Burrow is completely healthy after going out of the game? No, and he's probably he's probably not going to play this week. They're probably going to drop to the four seed and they're going to get New England. And Joe Burrow has never faced Bill Belichick before, and we all know how that usually goes. The guy that's never faced him before usually throws like two picks and has a fumble and gets sacked six times. Yeah. I, I, ju- I trust, I don't think there's a single team in the league I trust right now. Can you, is there anybody you trust? The only man in the league I trust right now is Tom Brady because at least I know what I'm going to get. I trust him. Aaron Rodgers. Do you? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. He was pretty bad. What was it? Last week against the Browns? Yeah, last week against the Browns. Like, we were just talking last week against, uh, after that game. Are we sure the Packers are good? Yeah, but it's also coming down to the two. I mean, uh, Pat Mahomes is a Hall of Fame quarterback already, but. Oh, my God. Easy. You want to do this one, too? Easy. He's a Hall of Famer. He's going His to career ended right now. He's a Hall of Famer. I mean. you got to earn that. No, but. He's going to make it into the Hall of Fame. Like, he's going to have... Easy. Whatever. Easy. The two 100% retired right now quarterbacks in the NFL are both in the NFC, and those are the only two only two that I trust. There isn't another one. But I don't trust their teams. No. I trust them. I don't trust their teams. I, I, we could talk about the Bucks all we want. They almost lost to the Jets. Uh, they're running out of weapons. Yeah, I mean they're just like, running out of guys. Have AB anymore, We're not so even sure if Mike Evans is like healthy. Br- Brady literally targeted uh, Cecil, Cecil Gardner and Tyler Johnson. Those are the only two guys to get a target on that drive yesterday. That's ridiculous. Like I like Tyler Johnson. I think he's a solid player, but you're not winning playoff games targeting just him and Cy- Cecil Grayson. Was that what I think it was Grayson? I don't know. Le'Veon Bell is on the Bucks right now. Like who's trusting that team? It's the NFL is nuts. It's a wild place to be. Congrats. The season's too long. Yeah. It's too long. The, this it's extra week is too much. I don't know. I just think this is weird. I think it's just kind of been I don't think we can judge anything based off of what happens this season because it's been so very 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 out there. And it's just not anything that I mean if records have been broken so it's going to be acknowledged, but it's just it's so odd that teams that should be great all the time or great 50% of the time. And Super Bowl favorites can't even be bad teams by a lot. And it's just, I don't, I don't get it. It hurts my brain to think about. Um, Can I give somebody some credit? Sure. Zach Wilson. 
He's been the second best quarterback in that draft class this season. I'm going to give him some credit. I I don't think it's saying a lot because I think all of them except for one have been terrible. And I'm omitting Davis Mills. Um, I'm not considering him legit. He's not going to be a starter in this league. It's not happening. I don't think he's very good. So anybody that wants to come at me with Davis Mills, no, I'm not doing that. Okay, the Jets are a disaster. Like, no, not happening. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Zach Wilson that. I thought he played really well yesterday. I thought he was gonna be a disaster yesterday, and he wasn't. So good for him. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, obviously the coaching situation and just the worst roster in football is a problem. Trey Lance looked terrible yesterday. He looked like deer in headlights. I've never seen a football before. Yeah. It was bad. We should have gotten another rookie sighting. We finally saw Ian Book. That was bad. Don't make me talk about Ian Book. No, but we that should, was terrible. We realistically last night should have seen Kellen Mond. And the yeah, fact I don't know that, why we didn't see him. The fact that he did not play is just dumb. You, you aren't playing for anything. You have a rookie quarterback on your roster. You're probably not going to have Kirk Cousins next year. Why not check out and see this guy? No, no, we're going to play the guy that is, has played three NFL games, has a little over 1,000 passing yards, but like four touchdowns. Do you want to know? Do you want to know when I shut that game off last night? First quarter. First quarter. Chris Collinsworth goes. Ah, oh, you know, Al. I mean, th- you know, this Sean Mannion guy. He he's a player. I th- I think we got a free Sean Mannion, and I'm thinking. Yeah. I, Chris I, Collinsworth. <laughs> he can't throw. He can't. Th- yeah, what? Th- their whole thing was. I want to see if uh, Sean Mannion can can roll out to his left. Yeah, we're gonna get him on the boot, run. Bootleg to his left and throw the ball. But oh yeah, he can do that. Yeah, something that every single quarterback should be able to do to be in the NFL. You're impressed that he can do. That's where we are with the Vikings quarterbacks. When it's not Kirk Cousins. I, I had to shut the game off. I couldn't do it. Like, like why that game didn't get flexed and we didn't put the chart or the Cowboys Cardinals game at the eight o'clock slot is the dumbest th- like why does the NFL we have the flexing ability. Why don't we flex games? What you knew Kirk Cousins wasn't going to play like seven days ago. You couldn't have changed. You can't send Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth to Arizona. Was it in Arizona or Dallas? Arizona. Was oh, it wait, Arizona? No, Dallas. No, Dallas. You can't send them to Dallas instead of the frozen tundra so we don't have to watch Aaron Rodgers throw for 400 yards against fucking Sean Mannion. Kid show. Kid show. Who cares? Everybody knew the Packers were going to win that game yesterday. My God, that was the most. That was the biggest waste of time. I feel bad for anybody that wasted their time watching that game. Did you watch the whole game? Yeah, I feel bad for you. I put on the office. I just watched an office. I marathon. mean, I had my laptop in front of me a little bit, but like even listening is just disgusting. I couldn't do it. Chris Collinsworth said that, and he's like, "I think this Sean Mannion's pretty good." And I'm like, "Have you been watching the first eight minutes of this game? They don't even have a first down yet." Like, he couldn't even get a first down. You couldn't throw the ball to Justin Jefferson and get a first down? Really? Okay, you're not good. I've seen it all. Oh, we had an immaculate reception, though. We did. I missed it, so. The Viking center. It bounced off. Oh, no, I did see that. That was pr- that was the best play of the game. <laughs> yeah. That might have been the best play of the season. It might have been the best play of the season. It was just pathetic. It, it, and I feel bad for Vikings fans for being forced to watch that game because that was a primetime game. You didn't even get primetime cousins. You got primetime Mannion. Mike Zimmer's never going to get fired. No. I'm waiting for the five-year extension for Mike Zimmer. They might give him lifetime. 
<laughs> it's just, I'm over it. Is it time? Best segment of the week. Best segment of the week. You mean ever? The best seg- best sports podcast segment of all time. Final five wins of the week. Very interesting last week we got here, folks. We'll recap of last week. Uh, I am up 48-44 to 44 as of right now before the Steelers-Browns game because I have the Steelers winning. I had the Bills over the Falcons, Raiders over the Colts, which didn't happen. <clears throat> or the, I had the Bills over the Falcons, Colts over the Raiders, which didn't happen. Patriots over the Jaguars and the Cardinals over the Cowboys. Garrett had Titans over the Dolphins, Rams over the Ravens, Chargers over the Broncos, 49ers over the Texans, which didn't happen. And... Or which did happen, and then he had the Chiefs over the Bengals, which didn't happen. I was rooting so hard for the Bengals, and then, like, we get to the the goal line, and I'm like, oh, damn it! I picked the Chiefs to win this game. I'm like, but I really want the Bengals to win. I, I was, I should have just picked the Bengals. My heart, as I was making those picks last week, screamed Bengals at me, and I couldn't do it. I had to ride the Chiefs. I thought Mahomes could do it. They go up like twenty eight nothing in the first quarter. I'm like, oh, well, good, I got that one. So, going into this week, I'm either up four or I'm up five. If I'm up five, I only need one to win, or Garrett needs a bunch of scores guessed correctly to catch up. Um, so it's I'm, 28 to three, baby. It's I'm, my time to shine. I'm sitting pretty. I'm getting cocky, which never usually ends well for me. But, hey, maybe for once, 2022, new, new year, new me, yeah, it'll work, maybe. Um, I have Titans over the Texans, 24 to 13. Bengals over the Browns, 27 to 17. Rams over the 49ers, 21 to 20. Buccaneers over the Panthers, 31 to 17. And Lions over the Packers, 17 to 14, because I'm ballsy. So, I need you to lose tonight. I need the Browns to win this game. If the Browns lose. I'm done. You're down five. You no, need to I'm guess. done. And the problem is, if the Buccaneers win, it's over for me because that will get you a win. Because I am picking the Buccaneers. You could guess all five scores, correct? Well, I'd only need to get like two right. Yeah. Um, or no, I need to get three right. When I, oh my god. So I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers over the Panthers, thirty-one to fourteen. Um, oh wait, no. If I go, if I win out. You're up five on me. Or you're up four on I'm me. I'm up four. If the Steelers win tonight, it's it's 100% over. No, I could get all the scores and tie you. If I got all five yes. scores, I yeah. could tie you. No, I couldn't because if the Buccaneers were to win, that I would still lose by one. I'd be at, if, I'd be at no, no, 54. If, if, no, you could tie me. You could tie no, me. No, I couldn't because if even if I get all the scores right... I need you to get all of them wrong. No, I'm saying if I get them all right and you get them all right, I'll be at... Regardless, regardless. 99% of the time you're going to win. (laughs) Okay? If you get all of those wrong, I won't know what to do with myself. All right, but I am going to go with the Buccaneers 31-14 over the Panthers. I'm going to take the Patriots over the Finns in Miami. That's always a cursed game for the Patriots, but I'm rolling with Bill. 35-24. Still have a chance to win the division, but need some help from the Jets. I am taking the Colts over the Jaguars. This is the score I think I can nail. I'm going 45 to 10. Colts are playing for something. Jags are playing for the first pick. They can't stop the run. They're terrible. Like yesterday, the Patriots could have not thrown the ball ever, or they could have not run the ball ever, and they still win 50 to 10 probably. So I'm going to roll 45 to 10 for the Colts. You picked the Bengals. I'm going to go against you in this one because I think this is potentially a pick 'em game. 
I'm going to go Browns 23 to 16, and I hate that I have to root for Baker Mayfield two weeks in a row. And my last one, I'm going to take the Seahawks over the Cardinals 30 to 27. Seahawks are strictly playing for pride. That's it. They are playing for pride. They have no other reason to play in this game. It's Russ's last game as a Seahawk. That's it. So, they, they just want to beat the Cardinals to just one last F you. If the Steelers win tonight, it's over. I'm going to give you an out on the Buccaneers game and let you pick a different game. Fair enough. Because I might just pick the Panthers. And because if the Steelers win, there is zero chance that, that you win. They, like because yeah, I, I the Buccaneers win. win, I automatically get a point, and I if the if the Panthers were to win, I can't win. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. You'd All have right. to get the score right. So do you want me to give you another game as a backup game? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna need like two seconds on my phone here, unless you have some games pulled up in front of you. I do not. Okay, so let's see. Week 18, I am not picking the Vikings. Can I pick the Chiefs? I cannot pick the Chiefs. Damn it. The Cowboys, all of those Eagles players just went on COVID. The Cowboys technically are still playing for seeding. Oh, it's a Saturday game. I hate Saturday games. You have the, you took the Lions? No, I, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is playing. Oh, my God. Um, Aaron Rodgers is on Manicast tonight, by the way. So yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just not touching that. Place bets on... Never Chargers mind, Raiders, if the Colts were to lose, both of those teams could just kneel down for 70 minutes and call it a day. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the Cowboys over the Eagles, and I'm going to go, oh, man. 18 Cowboys, 10 Eagles. Don't ask me how that score is going to happen. I don't know. 18 to 10. That's what I'm rolling with. Maybe that, that might be a scoregami. What if, what if you get a scoregami? We never talked about that. We can't change that now. No, I'm, I'm just I mean, I don't think any of the scores we picked are scoregamis. But what if we were to get a scoregami? Is that like 10 points? We'll talk about that for next year. Okay, fair enough. Maybe that's what I do next year. I just constantly pick scoregamis and hope for it. Um, I honestly think that the score that I won on that I guessed right might have been a score. No, nah, I don't think it was. We only had one this year, and I don't think it was that game. I'll go back and look. All right. Give you a little bit of an update. But, I mean, it's pretty much locked up. Yeah, you're going to win We this. need some victory music. I wish for, I had those two weeks. for the. They, that was on you. That killed me. Because, I, 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 you know, I started making a comeback right before that, and then we had those two weeks off, and I've beaten you, like, every week since because I've really locked in on these because I didn't want to get embarrassed. And uh, I got it close. I just I'm gonna run out of time. That's on you. You I, screwed yeah, the pooch there. I did. It I was, screwed the pooch. Um, I think that's it, guys. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, last podcast before the last season of the NFL season. I think what I just last said makes game sense. of the NFL season. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of updates coming for you guys. We got our prediction winners for the awards coming up next week. We're gonna have playoff predictions as well next week. It's gonna be too hard to make predictions with. The, yes. Um, as always, follow us on Twitter at Highlighting Speed. That's Highlighting Speed of LTE. Both of our personal Twitters are in the bio of that. Uh, I still don't have mine. I'm not allowed in. I guessed my password right. I was told I am blocked out of my account. So either somebody hacked into me and my Twitter profile is all probably nudes or sexual videos because that's just how Twitter hacking works. You went on Twitter and said that COVID isn't real. Yeah, that's what I, you did. I went right against whoever the owner of twitter is and what he makes his rules and i just got banned so i'm gonna have to make a new one altogether. um send us emails at highlightingspeed247 at gmail.com that is highlightingspeed with an e that time 
questions, comments, concerns, whatever you guys need to know. It's 2022. If you got questions about where the podcast is going, let us know there. Suggestions about where to bring the podcast forward this year would be great as well. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>